over 12 years in an industry that I hated and even longer than that really doing work that was just unfulfilling and purposeless and a lot of that went on for so long because I didn't really know what I wanted I wasn't really in tune with what my own personal values were Hey Curl friends, welcome to the Curl Squad's Curl Power Podcast with me, Zoe Fox. If you're new here, welcome. If you're a veteran, then big love and blessings and thank you for continuing to come back. You know I truly appreciate you. So the Curl Power Podcast is for women who are healing from the past, been through some stuff, perhaps lacked representation growing up, but are now being called to heal outdated ways of being and to see just how good life can get. I hope this podcast provokes some thought and potentially give you some alternative ways to think so you can just go about essentially creating a life that consists of more ease, more prosperity and more grace. That's been my mission over the last decade. Prior to that, living with generalised anxiety disorder, suicidal thoughts, depression, agoraphobia, which was all brought about after the very sudden death of my boyfriend when I was just 18 years old. It literally sent me to the pits of hell and back, that experience. So, which is why I'm super determined now to make sure that I'm just sharing anything that I've learned that might be able to set about a little bit of a chain reaction in someone else to start their healing process or to turbo boost their healing process because I have been obsessed about personal development for the last decade. So after going through my grief, I then entered into counselling, which really helped me actually. And then from there, I decided, you know what, I got so much benefit from counselling. I want to go on and study and train to be a counsellor. So I went back to uni, graduated in counselling and counselling skills. And it just gave me a whole new perspective on human psychology, which then in turn made me even more determined to see just how much of the old programming from the past I could undo to help me to really tap into my truest potential, my highest potential. And then after that, it's just really elevated my own spiritual journey in terms of connecting with my highest self, connecting with my intuition. And I just think there's so much power in being able to connect to your heart-led intuition and being able to follow that into your purpose to create the life that you want and you deserve. I'm a heart-centered person and I'm an eternal optimist nowadays anyway and I just want to see everybody win. A couple of years ago I ended up with a spinal cord injury and people are always amazed at how positive I am despite the fact that I'm now living with a disability but you know what? What's the alternative? I know because I've been there. The depression, the anxiety, the agoraphobia, yeah just the fear of living waking up each day dreading the day that is somewhere I never want to go back to and I don't want anyone else to be there either so this podcast is all about just sharing what I've come to learn what I've come to understand through my own life experience in the hope that it might just help somebody else out there so if you're listening to this episode in real time it is July no it is going to be August we're over halfway through the year ladies six months and 2022 is going to be done so I want to know what are you manifesting for 2023. So today's episode is going to be just a little bit of an audit of where we're at and then thinking about where it is that we want to be 
2023 is on its way. If you've got goals and aspirations for 2023, the work for that starts now, my friend. I've made the mistake so many times in the past of being like, so for example, a holiday, going on holiday, you want to be feeling at your best for your holiday so you can feel your most comfortable. Instead of putting the work in like a year in advance, three weeks before the holiday, doing sit-ups and lifting up tins of beans, trying to get beach body ready. <laughs> it never works, does it? You're never really going to be able to achieve that level of success in such a short period of time. So it's wise to really think about a longer term strategy to help you to achieve your goals. That way you don't get to 2023 and be like, oh, well, I wanted to do this, but... And then next thing you know, it's like 2024 and you've got this moving target because you haven't got your act together to get your goals sorted out. Now, not everybody's got goals and that's okay. I spent way too many years of my life floating around aimlessly. I'm 40 next year, my sisters. 40, the big 4-0. I remember being a kid and thinking 40 was old AF. Do you know what I mean? 40's on the horizon. I'm not exactly where I expected that I would be. But life happens. A lot of it you can't control. But what you can control is how you respond to stuff. So my coping mechanism now is to make sure that I'm focused and that works for me. Like I say, I'm not saying everyone's got to have goals and ambitions and that's absolutely fine. But for me, having these little goals is what really keeps me going and really keeps me focused. It would be so easy to sit and dwell in the the sadness of the past and the pain of my disability but in many respects I think I've said it before you lot are probably sick of me by now but having this disability has really helped me to elevate my thought essentially it's helped me to want to live in an experience that transcends this physical body that is weighing me down one thing that hasn't been damaged by this spinal cord injury is my brain it's my mind. It's my determination. In fact, the spinal cord injury has just, it's basically put a turbo boost on my determination now to achieve what I want to achieve and to make sure that I'm not going to be on my deathbed with regrets about what I haven't done and what I wish I'd have done. I spent so many years held back by the prison of my mind and the defence mechanisms that thought they were keeping me safe. I spent many years not living at all. So now I guess I'm trying to make up for lost time. And I have done quite a lot in the last decade. It's been amazing. It's been an amazing transformation compared to where I was. Depressed, miserable, in bed, suicidal, planning my demise on the tube platform, as I've said before. And here I am in 2022, annoying for many people <laughs> because of my positivity. But you know what? I wouldn't change a thing. If I had to go through everything that I've been through to get to where I am now, I mean, I wouldn't really want to go through it again. But if it meant that I was going to get to this outcome now where I am with the mental freedom that I've got, which is something that I'd always dreamed of, I'd go through the physical challenges in a heartbeat. And that's not trivialising spinal cord injury. It's no easy thing, you know, when you're facing all these changes in your body. But if you can nurture real resilience, a real resilience of thought and in frame of mind and programming yourself with healthy habits that can help you to elevate above the mundane aspects of life and keep you focused on something that serves your higher purpose well that's what serves me anyway we've got two options in life stuff's going to happen 
when the bad stuff happens, we can meet it with the doom and gloom that is expected and dwell there. Or we can be like, you know what? It's happened. Absorb it. You know, you do have to process it. But then exhale and be like, okay, so what's next? What else is possible? So at a midpoint of the year now, I thought it might be good for us just to tune in a little bit with a bit of a life audit. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're out driving or you're doing bits and pieces, you know, who who's ever just sitting there listening to a podcast? Most people, well, I don't know, I'm usually doing something when I'm listening to a podcast. So there could be some exercises for you to come back to. Or if you're on the go, it's stuff that you can have a little think about in your head as we're going through it. So what would be good is to have a little think about the things in your life at the moment that make you feel as though you're not where you want to be. Now, a good way to do this is to break it down. So if you've got a bit of paper, you can write five columns or there's basically going to be five headings. Devise it as you will. I'm a Virgo. I'm very specific about how I want my stuff laid out on my page. So much so, sometimes I have these little bits of divine inspiration that come through me. And then I'm like, oh, I need to make a note of it. And then I go to make a note of it. But then I get so obsessed about how the note should look or the formatting of the note that I end up losing (laughs) the idea, which is really annoying. So I need to de-Virgo myself sometimes and just go with the flow. So however you want to make these notes go ahead, whatever works best for you. But we're essentially going to be looking at five key areas being finances, love, health, career and family. And we're just going to do a little bit of an analysis in each of those and have a think about where we're at. So when you think about finances, are you where you want to be? Are you on goal? You might want to just brainstorm a few of the key things that come up in your head when we mention finances. Love. What's your love life like? Is it where you want it to be? Are there room for improvements? Are there areas that you need to go outside of your comfort zone to align you with love? Or are there things that you can do to deepen your love with an existing connection? Or perhaps you might even have some boundaries that you need to put in place around love. Health. How's your health? Is there room for improvement? Are you at your peak? What's your nutrition like? What about your exercise routine? Are you finding space to stretch and move your body? What about your hydration? Hydration is so important for me. If I'm not fully hydrated, I just don't function as well as I would if I was fully hydrated. I mean, we're made up of mostly water, aren't we? It totally makes sense. What about your career? Are you where you want to be in your career? Are there moves that you need to make to move you closer to where it is that you want to be? What about family? How's things with the family? Are there people you want to see more of? Or perhaps there's people you want to see less of? Are you moving towards having a family of your own? Perhaps some relationships in your family are fractured and there's things that you need to do to repair that or to move away from that. And you know what? I'd be inclined to add a sixth one. So sorry if you've drawn out your little lines with your margin. And now I'm adding a sixth one just to mess up your flow. Sorry, Virgos. But lifestyle, that can encompass stuff like your home, your environment. You know, are you having the holidays that you want? Is your home decorated in the way you want? Basically thinking about the things that are going to connect you with a sense of feeling more connected to your highest vision for yourself. Do you need more plants in your life? I think everybody needs more plants 
in their life i definitely need more plants in my life my husband will probably disagree but yeah what can you bring into your life that's going to bring you more peace more nourishment more fulfillment once you've done that little audit on those areas you'll probably naturally notice things that are higher priority over others things that are easier to attain over others now what you can do is number some of those things in terms of importance in last week's episode i spoke a bit about the five whys as well that can help you to also drill down into the things that you want in your life in doing that it might give you other ideas about some of the things that your soul is craving as well which can actually teach you quite a bit about your values and what's really important to you and it can help you sort of distill between what society tells us that we should want from a corporate capitalist agenda perspective to actually connect with what it is that we really want for ourselves so now you've got a little bit of an idea into some of your basic human desires around those six key areas now you can do a little bit of the slightly deeper self-reflection work which is going to really help you to discover which areas you might need to shine that little torchlight on over the coming months to get you ready for 2023 I know for me I was stuck for a long time over 12 years in an industry that I hated and even longer than that really doing work that was just unfulfilling and purposeless and a lot of that went on for so long because I didn't really know what I wanted I wasn't really in tune with what my own personal values were with what was really important to me and what mattered to me the most. So I just sort of floated about from job to job initially doing bits just for the sake of it, because, you know, we grow up in a society where, you know, you just get a job and you you go to work and you do what you're supposed to do to earn your money. And it doesn't matter whether you enjoy it or not until I woke up out of my deep sleep, regained my consciousness and was like, hang on a minute, what am I doing working all these hours in a job that I hate? in an industry that just gives me the shudders. I was working in banking, if you're not familiar with my story. But it was because I had this lack of clarity. And this is why I keep banging on about doing this work, because once you become clear about who you are, what matters to you and what you want, you can go about getting it in a much easier fashion. Once you've got that clarity, it makes it so much easier. So the next thing to do when you've got some time is to ask yourself some of these questions and they can be really revealing so I definitely recommend taking a minute with some pen and paper to write down these questions or write down your answers at least. So what is it that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Maybe there's a business that you want to start, maybe you're thinking about leaving your nine to five for something that feels a little bit more authentic and in line with you and your values. Maybe you just want to jump out of a plane or perhaps there's someone that you're interested in that you just haven't got the bottle to ask yet. Next thing to do after asking yourself that is ask yourself, why haven't you done that yet? What's holding you back? If you've got a list of a few things that you want to do that you haven't done yet and now you've asked yourself what's holding you back, ask yourself which of these things that you want to do feels the most pressing to you? Once you've answered that, ask yourself why. Why is that most pressing? Once you've got some clarity on why that is the most important thing that you want to achieve, the next thing to do is to connect 
with the future and ask yourself, how will you feel when it's done? Because through connecting with the emotion of the end result helps to give us the motivation that we need to convert our energy, to get the momentum, to get the task done, because we know at the end of it, there's this feeling that we're going to experience and emotions and feelings are great drivers for action. Once you've connected with the feeling of what it's going to feel like when it's done, think about what that's going to mean to you. So for me, I've got it in my head now that I want to write a book, right? Every time I meet someone, they're like, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I'm like, you know what? I'd actually love to write a book. So when I think about this list of things that I'd like to do, yeah, writing a book is, is one of them. And when I think about what's holding me back, I'm like, I suppose the knowledge of the process even though I had an amazing call with Danielle from Conscious Dreams Publishing, who gave me a little insight into the process, there's still like, oh, how am I going to get all of this experience and all of these thoughts and ideas into a book? It feels like a big, overwhelming task. But then when I connect with the feeling of how am I going to feel when it's done, I'm going to feel amazing because it's that sense of achievement of oh, completion, which is a big thing for me because for so many years of my life, I was just unable to get anything completed. I'd start loads of stuff and wouldn't see it through to the end and it became a real personal frustration up until the point when I actually graduated from uni with my counselling qualification because I was like, yes, for the first time, I have stuck to something and the feeling of that is incredible. So the next question then is, what will it mean to you when it's done? So for me knowing that I've written this book, I've applied myself, I've had this idea and I've gone out and I've achieved it, I've done it. The sense of accomplishment that's going to be, that's going to come from that. And also for me, connecting with the idea that my daughter is going to see that I've set out to achieve something despite my disability, despite my circumstances, despite growing up in a world that lacked the representation, that showed people like me achieving the things that it is that I want to do that I never really thought was possible because I didn't have the, the role models. And knowing that I'm contributing to that representation for me would just be an amazing feeling. To know that another disabled woman, a disabled uh, woman of colour is going to look out and see me out there doing it, which then gives her permission to be like, yeah, you know what? She's done it. I can absolutely do it. That's the greatest motivator. So again, this is another area where you can ask yourself these why, 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 why questions. Why do you want to write a book? Because I think I've got some experience and knowledge that I'd like to be able to share why would you like to be able to share it? Well, because I went through a really difficult time and I felt really lonely and isolated and like I didn't want to live. And I know that there are other people out there that are experiencing that and I want to be able to show them that there's another way of being. Well, why do you want to show them that there's another way of being? Because I want as many people on this earth to be living in their highest potential, tapping into their greatest good, really making the most of this human experience. Well, why do you want that to happen? Because I've just got a fantasy of this beautiful, compassionate world where everybody is really tapping into their potential and the beauty of this existence. So you get my drift, because I think we can all benefit from living in a world where people are feeling more connected with themselves and just living in their purpose and their joy. Because now when I connect into that emotion of 
other women that come to me, like as happened with this podcast, when they say, you know what, your podcast is making a difference. For me, writing a book is another way to extend what I'm doing with this podcast. And the basically the, the heart-led mission that I'm on to just see more women glowing and thriving because as a woman who has been through pain and heartache and heartbreak, I just know that feeling so well. You know, I can just relate to, to women that are feeling those feelings. And when you see a woman who has been through some stuff and you can see it in her eyes, but then when you see that spark arrive back into her body again, back into her essence and she comes alive again, there's nothing greater than that. Because when a woman comes to life, everybody around her comes to life. Everybody is blessed. When a woman is empowered, everybody around her is blessed. So once you've drilled into those whys and those motivations, you start to conjure up this energy just like I am now in sort of, oh yeah, I want to write this book. But now what I'm doing is connecting with the outcome. I'm connecting with the feeling of all of these women just feeling as though they're in a better space than they were five years ago, ten years ago. And with that energy, you get momentum. And with momentum, you can make progress. And with progress, you can start to make a change. And I just want to see this chain reaction now of just people elevating. There's a lot of doom and gloom in this world, you know, a lot of stuff that wants to keep us anchored to a negative vibration. Old ways of being are outdated. I truly believe that a new world is possible. Like, call me a daydreamer, whatever. I know the impact that I've had in turning my own life around, not just on myself, but on the people around me. So I'm just visualising this now happening all around the world, different people connecting with themselves and their purpose. And that excites me. So wherever you are now in 2022, in August... Whatever your lot is, you've got the potential to improve where you are. Imagine this time next year, August 2023, I don't know what podcast I'll be delivering then. It will be a look back at when we did this work in 2022 to get ready for 2023. And we were consistent and we kept chipping away and kept making moves towards achieving the things that we set out to achieve. So if you stop right now and ask yourself, are you content with where you are in life? Look back at those six points in your life and see where there is for improvement. It's up for you to decide which of those are your top priorities and which of those things you want to start putting work into to improve. Like if you start putting work in now, you'll see improvements before 2023, sis. Don't put off tomorrow what you can start doing today. Life is short. We know that already. When my boyfriend died suddenly at the age of 22, it really put that into perspective. Life is short. We don't know how many years we've got on this earth to make an impact. We don't know how many years we've got on this earth to really tap in to our potential. Now, we look out into the world and we see people living some grand lives, some beautiful lives, making some big impacts, living some big lives. What's to say that can't be you? You just need to connect with your vision and then start taking consistent action to move you closer to it. So I don't want to necessarily overwhelm you with a whole life overhaul. But if you can go back to those areas of your life to what is the most pressing thing for you and come up with an action that you can take in the next couple of days that is going to move you closer. So, for example, with me in this writing this book thing, what I could do now is go away and think of X amount of chapters from a book. 
for example, what each chapter would be about. And then once I've done that, the next task could be to deepen that and think about what is going to be the key lessons, key events in those chapters. So if I'm taking action, even if it's one action a week, let alone one action a day, I'm going to be constantly moving closer. And another thing, you know, it's important to have goals, but to also honour your need to rest, honour your need to have that space where you can just go within. We're so used now to filling in all these gaps of silence with picking up a phone or doing something. So it's important to be able to space your goals out so you've got time where you can connect in with yourself and do this work and this self-reflection stuff to make sure that you remain on target because we're constantly evolving. So our goals will, will change as well. So the more frequently you can check in, the better you'll be at knowing whether the tasks that you've got on your to-do list are going to be the ones that are going to align you with where it is that you're heading. Give yourself a date for a monthly check-in. Go back in on those personal questions about what's most pressing for you and why you want it and what that's going to mean to you when you get it. And if that evolves, if that changes, then your task list needs to change to, to reflect that. Whether it's a healthier you, whether it's a more aligned you, whether it's a more in love version of you, whatever you're working towards this, let's start the work today. If you are a bit like me and you do like to get ahead of yourself, like here I am manifesting 2023 in 2022, what I also like to do is manifest my perfect day the night before. I like to do it so much so that I created a little PDF for you guys, which you can download from the website. So it's a daily reflection template that is going to help you to get more clear and intentional about the day ahead by being prepared the night before. By doing these daily reflections, you're going to be able to create habits that help you to connect back to yourself at the end of the day, regardless of what the day's bought for you. And then you can step into tomorrow feeling grateful, feeling prepared and confident about the day ahead. I find that forming habits like this have really helped me over the years to just beat procrastination that has kept me stuck for so many years and has really got me living with purpose and with clarity. So putting in the work on a daily basis and implementing these small, simple practices can really help you to transform your life. So I hope that you are going to enjoy this template. I'd love to hear from you after you've, after you've been using it for a couple of weeks how it's helped so do download it and then feedback and let me know self-reflection is the key to unlocking the next level my friend don't waste another day not doing it i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast i hope it's given you some stuff to think about about how you can prepare for 2023 how virgo is that getting you thinking about 2023 in like 2022 halfway through the year you'll thank me for it next year i promise so if you want to do some more work, if you're at a point in your life where you're ready to commit and invest and work with someone like me to coach you through your own internal world, to bring you closer to your heart connection, to your intuition, to your purpose, and to most importantly, taking the steps to get you there, then you can book a call with me, 45 minutes, free call, no obligation. We'll have a little chat, see what it is that you want to work on where it is that you're heading i'll see if we can help if you'd like to do some more work then i'm creating a beautiful little program that is basically going to bring you closer to yourself than you've ever been 
just using the simple steps that I've used to help me to really connect to myself and to my purpose and just to build in more resilience so that we're not knocked about by the waves of life. So I'll drop the link in the show notes if you want to book a call. Um, There's a link on the website. Click a little button that will take you over to Calendly. Pick a slot that suits you. If you found any benefit in this episode and you would like to leave a tip, you can do that using the Buy Me A Coffee link. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash curl squad. An amazing way to support independent creators. If you know someone that would benefit from the content of these podcasts, please do share them. That's another thing, as an independent podcaster, you know, we're up against the heavyweights with the big budgets. I'm relying on the good people that support the podcast to spread the good word of the Curl Power podcast. Let's see how many women we can reach. Let's see how many women can elevate their lives. If you love the podcast, don't forget to give us a review on Apple or Spotify. I would truly appreciate it. It's a great way to let people know what you think of the podcast and what they can expect from it. Right then, girlfriend, I think that is just about enough from me for today. I'm sending you the big, 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 big love from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for your ear. I appreciate you. And yeah, just big up your chest for like making this commitment to yourself to taking yourself on this journey to see just how good life can get. Big love, girlfriend. Peace out and I'll catch you next week. <laughs>